Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Guru Steiny Guru Steiny Guru Steiny Show. Let's go. Welcome back. Larry Kruger sitting in for Steiny. Man. I love listening to you guys, by the way. Uh, there'll be many days this year I'm driving from my home in, in the creek <laughs> down uh, down 680 listening to you guys. You guys are like an old married couple, man. Well, no doubt. Man, you, you guys are I going- want a divorce. That's my guy. <laughs> I mean, Thoughts and prayers to Stein. He's getting a new hip right now. Oh, you Steiny, said that's a big deal during the break, that surgery he's having. Thoughts and prayers to Steiny. It can Steiny. be. It can okay. be. It's a, it's a big surgery, but uh, Steiny, we, we love you, brother. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, you guys. I mean, That's seriously, my guy, man. Uh, he's, man. He's hilarious. You're hilarious. And you guys go back and forth, and it's it's great stuff. And uh, that's why you guys are kicking butt. That's why you guys Thanks, are w- winning the ratings battle, man. Look at you. Look at you. You're on top well, of the we're world. Trying, we're trying to be like you, Larry. Dang. Look at you. You're sitting there, and you're parking your big rig in a lot, and you're riding, you're riding fat. Everybody else is taking, yeah. everybody else taking Barry bark, got trying not to get jumped. <laughs> Who's rolling around like funny. Gary Radnich in style. I miss Raddy. Oh, I do, too. Raddy, if you're out there, we love you, brother. Anyway, don't miss the kickoff show this Sunday uh, with that Larry Kruger guy and Lorenzo Neal. Live two hours before the start of the game. I'm loving working with Lo Neal. Yeah, how can you not? Lo Neal is... You know, I hate the saying, but it, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of corny. But Lowe's good people. That, that you know what I'm saying. That, you said you, my wife's met Lowe. That's all she can talk about is when you say that and you mean it. Good, there's not a lot of good people out there, Larry. Well, and he's like, he's he's a man's man. I mean, let's be honest. I introduce him the way he deserves to be introduced, yeah. which is future Hall of Fame it's fullback. Just ridiculous. Lowe Neal would lay people out. I mean, Ladanian Tomlinson, Eddie George, Corey Dillon, all these guys would just bow to him. Uh, when the Niners, because, I mean, he, he he basically kept guys off of him. I mean, nobody went stripe on a stripe and banged heads like Lo Neal. Dial up Lo Neal's greatest hits on YouTube, and you'll you'll see him on the, he's mic'd up like, they're little boys, they can't block me. Like, oh. but And he's a freaky, he was a freaky athlete coming out of Fresno. No he, doubt, he could he do could it He could do all. the full splits. Yeah, no doubt. And he's like 240 I'll pounds. say this. He has all the reason to, because he's a celebrity, he has all the reason to where he could be smug or arrogant. Right. And he's the nicest soul, man. My favorite segment that I think I've done in the last five years was pregame with Lo Neal before the Bengal game. Okay. When Lo brought in Joe Kelly and Icky Woods. Come on, man. And I did Icky the, came on? I did the Icky shuffle in front of Icky. Wow. Oh, I'm it, like... <laughs> 
Get, look at Larry. I'm going to give you a one. Yeah, look I'm at doing Larry. the whole deal. Larry, get uh, jiggy with it. Oh, man. I mean, and then this week we had the, the rapper, the Bay Area rapper, who's got the uh, the uh, song. Travis. Oh, uh, Travis King. That's Travis my guy. King. Yeah. And Lois did a song with E-40. Got yeah. a new one. Yeah, Travis yeah. King. He's cool, man. He's good people. And he's a real fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. He is. What a talent. Anyway, when join you us. you mashed at- potatoes, you got to put some butter and gravy on it. <laughs> you gotta run when you play football. Newsflash: You gotta be able to run, dude. So, <laughs> so oh, who knew would... yeah, he's great. <laughs> same church, oh, same no, pew. No, you got that one. Same church, no same deal. pew. One of a kind. Uh, join us at the Hilton, Santa Clara, for delicious food, great drinks, the best pregame show in the Bay, presented by Habis Law. You've been wronged. Habis Law will fight to make it right. Call one eight hundred injured or visit habislaw dot com. And the great Tim Jordan will be there with us as well. Setting us up on the dials. All right, we're talking Niners. Go ahead. What's no, that? I was just you threw a the provocative question out to the listeners, and before you go to the calls, yeah, what would your answer be, Larry, after what transpired Saturday night? Is because there won't be. It looks like the forecast. I stole your weather report. You gotta love me. I liked your tweet last Monday before the game. It was seventeen uh, percent chance of thunderstorms, eighty-five percent chance of rain. Stein was like, "It's Monday." I said, "This is for, <laughs> this is for Saturday," and boy, did it rain. So I, I shouted you out on the show, but. Is there anybody steals more than San Francisco weathermen? Come on. I mean, man. seriously. Easy if they if, if the guy died, you could put a guy in there and be like, well, it's going to be a little cooler on the coast. Look at Larry. Could be a little warmer <laughs> inland. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got patchy fog. Uh, it's going to temperatures between 50 and 70. And, uh, you know, be careful out there. I mean, they they never on. say when they're wrong. Either, <laughs> I mean, they're never wrong. Yeah, the San Francisco gotcha. weather. Gotta love that. It's the gig. same weather all year. But what would your answer be about. Going into this week after last, what what transpired? We know they got the win, but what concerns you the most? Okay, I'm not concerned about Brock Purdy. I believe you. I'm not. Uh, He was rusty. It was wet. He's going to bounce back. All right. And keep doubting him. I love Ryan Clark. Bring it. Uh, Amy Trask, lover, but bring it. You want to doubt this kid? Keep doubting. Um, you know, I said to him right before the Philly game, I said, "Hey, you know, the people in Philly, uh, Brock, say that you're the weak link." And the you look, said that to him. I said it to him in the presser, and the look on his face, he's like, "Well, I never heard that before." And uh, and the look in his face was like, "I'll show them." He's said at least a dozen, a half dozen times this year. Well, we'll just have to see when it's all over. Like. Here's a guy that pictures himself in Vegas holding the Super Bowl trophy with the hat backwards, Mm -hmm. saying, Colin Coward, mature this. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, So I just think that that I'm not worried about Brock. He's going to bounce back. As far as Shanahan goes, I don't know. Shanahan makes me nervous because he's gagged. He has gagged in the past. I mean, he ran. He didn't run the ball enough in Atlanta as the OC there. They blew a 28-3 lead to the Patriots. Um Man, Debo was the MVP at the half of the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, only to touch the ball twice in the entire second half. Um, Debo didn't touch the ball in the final 13 minutes of the Ram NFC Championship I mean, that, game. That's those are big deals. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, when the Rams got into the moment where they had to have it, it was Stafford a cup, Stafford a cup, Stafford a cup. It's amazing how other teams can find a way to get their money players oh, the ball in the money moment, but the Niners for whatever reason can't. So I'm a little concerned about Shanahan Goo. I got to be completely honest about that. I appreciate the honesty, um, man. 
you know, the 49ers have been good good against the pass defensively. They struggled against the run. Lions have been good versus the run. They've struggled against the pass. So maybe maybe the game plan this week favors Shanahan because he gets a little pass happy. Uh, I, 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 I don't understand why they had a 39, you know, Brock Purdy had 39 passes in the rain when you have McCaffrey. Boy. And by the way, did you know, RIP Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason? I mean, I, are I, those guys I, still alive? But that's been a theme throughout the I mean, the if they season. are, where the hell are they? Yeah, even in the Pittsburgh game, we're like, man, you can't spell McCaffrey. But speaking of McCaffrey, he had the, uh, what's the gun, the massage gun on the sideline. Do you think something was up to where, I'm, I don't, Kyle don't need me to defend him. But do you think something was up to where they were trying to limit maybe his touches, and that's why he only got it seventeen times? I mean, what are you what are you holding him back okay, for? Right, I mean, right. seriously, he's got all you your rest you of May. All hell would have it would be Armageddon right now. I mean, the the guy has I don't know. Maybe it's possible. It's possible that they were trying to spot him a little bit, rest him a little bit. Because McCaffrey's not the type of guy to be with. You have his shirt off at the locker. You're in there, and him saying, "I can't believe I only got it seventeen times." And then in this game, are you going to have Debo? Or are you not going to have Debo? And if you don't have Debo, Boy, are you going to? Does that mean it's going to be more run for Conley and Bell, or does that mean you're going to flex out CMC and use Mitchell and Mason? That's what I would do. I'd flex out CMC and make him run the Debo routes and and go with Mitchell. Mitchell looked great at the end of the year. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. So I, took I, you to the I'm, Super Bowl I'm a little not concerned about Brock at all. A little concerned about Kyle. I'm a lot concerned about the 49er defense. And that's that's what's my I'm a, that, I'm a lot concerned. Why? Because the Lions have some great offensive players. And the only guys on defense I feel really confident about. Green, Green let me guess, and Warner. Yeah. That's it. Those those Boy, guys are, have times changed. Yeah, those guys are bad A's. The rest of the guys, I mean, Bosa played better, even though he didn't sack the quarterback. He still had five hits on the quarterback. But you know, how about Chase? How about Hargrave? How about how about uh, Gregory? These guys have got to do it up front, and this is a great uh, run blocking line. So can the Niners? You know, stop the run, force Goff. Can they pressure Goff in his face? Um, can the Niner defensive backs play with some poise? I mean, Ambry Thomas, you cannot grab the guy down the field. You can do whatever you else you want to do. Just it's like one thing you bad. can't do is you can't grab the receiver down the field. And what do he do? Grab the receiver down. The and field. Green Bay went away from that. I was like, until he proves he can do it without tackling the guy. I mean, those were nobody in the stadium, Larry. I wasn't there. I just assume those were egregious PIs. Why did Green Bay not just say drop back, love? Let's do it again until this dude shows us. Unless we almost, you can make the Niners have to do it. What is hockey? The line change to where, hey, you need to come out because something's going on in your dome right now. And I felt Green Bay. Let the Niners off the hook and Ambry. Uh, Danker's texting us on the YouTube chat. He's saying Lenore this and that, balling. Yeah, Lenore but they were balling. going away from Lenore, and that's where the problem occurred. I just can't believe Green Bay didn't keep trying to go up top to see if Ambry couldn't be had. Lenore has just been amazing, that by play the way. In the, I mean, I mean, that Lenore. was beautiful. They got um, Dallas on that. That was a play Green Bay ran on Dallas for a touchdown uh, in the end zone. And boy, Niners were ready for it. How about this? Lenore in the postseason, Goo? 19.6 passer rating for opposing quarterbacks when they target Lenore in the playoffs. Damn, that's a baller. He's, he is. He he worked out at the Mamba Institute down in Southern Cal this summer, and I, I asked him, I said, "Man, you look a little lighter." And he's like, "Actually, I put on four or five pounds." So he just kind of redistributed his weight. He came in in great shape, 
stronger than ever. He's striking people. He's hitting. And the league um, recognizes greatness too yeah. with his uh, uh what to get all pro, right? He no 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 he did he didn't. No, no. He, oh, you're talking about Mooney Ward. Oh, Mooney Ward. I'm talking okay. about Demo. Right. But D- Demo and um and Juwan Jennings. Did you see Juwan Jennings block block that guy he's, into the he's into a the baller, man. into the Kool Aid? Yeah, I, I saw it. I was like, oh wow. I mean, no, that's like that's yeah, like stuff from real. a movie or something. And his hands, though, he made that big catch, which oh. I thought, Larry, I got to be honest. JJ, when that ball left, I had the Jimmy vibes. Like, oh, he threw a pick. Like the way JJ bailed him out a couple a times. He it was an absolute duck. Yeah, quack hot, quack. And all of a sudden, here I comes Juwan. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> but no, I'm I'm concerned about. I mean, Wilkes is supposed to be a former DB and a D, you know, defensive backfield coach. You're gonna ha- once JV Verrett went down, you're gonna have to lean on Lenore and Ambry and Luter and Jair Brown and Samuel Womack, who wasn't even active. Somebody please make Samuel Womack active. He's too good to not be active. You got five young DBs there. The Niners aren't getting it done. They're not going to win the next couple games unless those five young DBs play ball. So well, damn, I don't know. Then, man. We'll see. Yeah, no, we'll see. a lot of questions about the D. No doubt about it. All right, should we take some calls and we'll, Let's we'll do play? It. For, we'll listen to Ryan Clark. But Jay's hanging in Vallejo wants to talk about Brock Purdy on ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, long-time listener. I uh, really enjoyed the show. Uh, I guess today, you know, I just. My question is, man, please stay objective because I think that, you know, and I find it very interesting. I just wish you all would defend Draymond uh, Iota as much as you guys defend Purdy. I definitely find that the national media tends to defend Draymond while you guys go after him. But the way you guys are digging in on Purdy is, is pretty ridiculous. I think Ryan Clark said what was true. You know, we as all football fans, we can look and see that, Something may not be right. He's, he has a huge, a good cast around him, but when you see in these games, particularly pressure situations, something is off. And, but you can't say anything because the numbers are right. So I don't think Ryan Clark was being a coward or all these other things that you labeled him. He was just telling the truth. When the chips are down, Purdy looks a little suspect, and I love the guy, and I, I wish he did not. I think with these comparisons to Drew Brees, Stop it. Like, it's not even close. Like, Fred Tarkington? I mean, come on now. We at least as listeners deserve to hear the truth. Okay, well, you want the truth? Jay, here's some truth. Brock Purdy went 7-0 and as a rookie. He went 2-0 and in the playoffs as a rookie. He's 17-4 and in his career as a starter. He's 3-0 and in playoff games he started and finished. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, they had four guys go for 1,000 yards this year. He had arguably the best stats of any quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I mean, what what's not to like? Let's play Ryan Clark. Jay, right. we appreciate the phone call. Let's play. And Ryan. I got some for Jay too after we play. Yeah, Ryan let's play Clark. Ryan Clark here because yeah. he brought up Ryan Clark, and I'm going to tell you what I what I really disagree with, and I'm sure you're going to be able to guess. Uh, Spadoni, here we go. Here's Ryan Clark on ESPN. I'm about to um, make a confession. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. 
Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's offense at an extremely efficient level. Brock Purdy doesn't raise the level of play of anyone around him. And so when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the people around them benefit from having those sorts of players at the quarterback position. Brock Purdy benefits from having the sort of players he has at the skill positions around him. He doesn't raise the level of, of the play of anybody around him? After hold on, because I'm not a Brock Purdy stand, but I find it real convenient for Ryan to say this now and give us the Usher Raymond confession about one. He said he was acting. Ryan was at. It's not Hollywood, dog. I know it's TV. Why would you act? You're supposed to give us your honest assessment. So Jay, first, I'm going back to Jay. I think it's disrespectful to compare Draymond Green and his off the court antics because that's the only time we come at Draymond Green is when it's off the court and and he's acting a fool. And we're talking about Brock Purdy's play and Jay. Brock Purdy beat Seattle in the playoffs, and he beat a damn good stout Dallas Cowboy defense at full strength last year. The game he lost against Philly, he got knocked out. So my thing is, my takeaway was, you know what, Larry? I never said Brock Purdy was destined for Canton. I do have questions and concerns now about maybe that Raven game wasn't the fluke game, but... Jay, to call in and feel like not just uh, the host at 95-7 the game are on eggshells or not coming with that heat toward Brock. We just haven't seen Brock be bad for most of the, his career. And that's where I believe, Larry, the hate has stemmed from because he was on the fast track, uh, Purdy was, to perfection. And now we see, okay, he's human and he just had a bad game. It was awful. It could have cost him. But you can't come with that J energy as if they lost that game because it would be a different story. He he did his best work at the end. But he, they won the game. And he was a big part of the drive. But I still got questions about Brock. Well, That's course. fine. That's but fine. For, for Ryan Cohen, I got to get back to Ryan. For him to say he's been acting for how long – and for what and why just lost me. Yeah. Well, on, on the J front. That hurt me. First of all, I've listened to all your guys' yeah. stuff on Draymond. I think everybody is in the same same pew. area okay. with uh, <laughs> same church, same pew. <laughs> okay. uh, no, from the standpoint of Draymond is a genius basketball player. But when he when he head slapped Yusuf Nurkic Come on, man. That's that's a different. Who's don't advocate? Tell me, yeah. I'm who's an advocate for that? Kind of, that's not basketball. Don't tell me what no purpose. That's not basketball. <laughs> I mean, you know, if that happens in a basketball game, guys are brawling. Oh, there's no. If that happens uh, at you know, if you're you're playing in the panhandle yeah, yeah. and somebody and somebody does what Draymond did to Nurkic, it's a full on no, brawl. No. In the Yune, Alvarado, that's a brawl. Yeah, I mean, and it was pre, it was <laughs> not only that it was premeditated. Yeah, no doubt. So Draymond's got a Draymond. Draymond that was got a bad comparison. Some other issue. Yeah. I don't know what his issue is, but he's a genius basketball player. I've defended him forever because I wouldn't, at the end of the day, I want him on my team. 
I would rather have him. I'll ride with Draymond, the good and the bad. Even And what he did to LeBron that cost him the suspension, which ultimately cost the, the Warriors the title. If you do that to me on a basketball floor, we're going. Right. You know, you dangle your stuff yeah. over my head. T-bag. The reciprocal response was exactly what Draymond did, which is get off me. And then he got teed up and the whole thing, but... The, there's other T's that led to that, and we know that, you know there was we know that 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 wouldn't have led to a suspension without a whole lot of other issues with Draymond. But absolutely incredible, <laughs> he's back. I I, I love Draymond, yeah. and I you know I hope the Warriors keep. Draymond. I do too. I just disagree with some of his stuff that cost his team. Of and course, his brothers, of like course. the Nurkic, and he's crossed the line, that. and and yeah. you guys have said it. Right. You know, and you're carrying nobody's water. And Steiny's carrying nobody's water. And everybody who knows me knows that I'm not carrying anybody's water. As far as Brock Purdy, though, you know, let's let's lay this out there the way it was. Um, there were four quarterbacks this weekend: Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy, and Jordan Love that had the ball in their hands late in the fourth quarter with the ability to come from behind and win the game. Allen lost, Mayfield lost, Love lost, Purdy won. So, I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? Get Amy he's a, Trask on He's the a second-year yeah. quarterback. He's a second-year quarterback, and if he wins the next two games, he's going to be a Super Bowl champion, 19-4 and record, 5-1 and in the playoffs. Right. And I'll you're tell gonna you find what. a lot of you, and and he's Mister Irrelevant. I just don't like the Clark, the Ryan Clark stuff. From you know, it's like obviously those those guys were drafted high in the first round. They're super blue chippers. They're incredible. They've got great athletic profiles. Um, but it's easy to attack the guy whose traits are not necessarily you know tangible to the naked eye he's he's got rare competitive fire he's got rare um you know uh, processing ability and he's got tremendous heart you can't see any of those things and so when he wins you you can just point to the record, but when he loses, you can go, look, he doesn't have a Mahomes arm. Look, he doesn't have a Josh Allen arm. Look, he doesn't have Lamar Jackson's mobility and escapability. It's like, and he's never going to have those guys' arms, and he's never going to have that level of escapability. But the job is to win the games, and right now he's 17-4, and four, right. so... What are we talking about? Yeah, right. It's, we're talking about hate. That that that's what it is. And I'm sitting here licking you in the face, Larry. And I got to tell you, it, it, it's my prerogative. But after watching, Brown. The, yeah, there you go. After watching that Ravens game, I'm not just blaming it all on Brock Purdy. But for me, I didn't think he was. I don't know why or what mechanism came over me to think he was incapable of having that type of showing. So I said, you know what? Every everybody has a bad day at the office, but I got flashbacks watching that playoff game where the stakes were win or go home. So now I'm going to watch very intently uh, just him in the in the Niners naturally, like I always do, but. I never once said, oh, he's Joe Montana because it's too soon. How old was Peyton Manning when he but, got I mean, his ring but, and but Drew once Brees? Again, but, you know, but, but you didn't say he was Joe Montana, but guess who did make the comparison to Joe Montana? Brent freaking Jones, yeah. a guy who played with Joe Montana. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not about what I'm saying or what you're saying. Listen to what Steve Young says. Listen to what Brent Jones says. Listen to what guys who actually played with Steve and Joe say about Brock. Mm. Um, and then, of course, watch the game on Sunday. And 
and uh, join us for the kickoff show. Um, all right, we have touched a nerve, man. Six lines all cooking. Why don't we do this? We got a bunch of people who want to talk. We'll take a timeout right here. We're coming back with more. 888-957-9570. Niners Lions go Sunday at Levi's. What concerns you? How are you feeling? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We'll talk more with the callers next on 95.7 The Game. This is Tim Roy, and you're listening to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back, Steiny and Guru. Larry Kruger sitting in for Steiny on this Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a great day. Getting ready for Niners and Lions coming up this weekend. Check out check out the kickoff show with Lo and I uh, leading in to the game on Sunday. The lines are lit. People are wanting to talk. David's in Denver. Raymond's in Richmond. Okay. Dave's in Hayward. Jordan's in Hayward. Danker's on the line. D. Who do you want to go to, uh, Goo? You want to take them in the order that they... Who's uh, out of state? Well, somebody was out of state. Uh, who was that? David's in Denver. Let's do it. We go to the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, look at it. Jokic. What's up, David? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How Thanks you doing? For taking the call. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm doing good. I just got to chime in. Um, I've, I've decided um, I'm going to do a, a media fast for the rest of the week because uh, <laughs> wow. and 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 I appreciate you guys. I love listening to uh, Sunny and Goo and the fellas in, in the morning. I understand y'all got a job to do. I appreciate how you guys do it. But with this Brock Purdy stuff, man, it's just, it's too much. And for me, as a faithful, it's kind of like taken away from just wanting to just watch the game, enjoy the game, because it's like everybody's got to say something. Everybody's got to get their hot take in. And you know what? On one hand, I guess that's the era that we live in, whether it's the, like this Ryan Clark guy, Amy Trask, like everyone, it almost seems like they just want to say something and talk and try to get some attention. And it's just, I'm, I'm like, I'm good with it now, man. I just want to like fast forward and get to Sunday afternoon. So that those other questions that everyone wants to be answered about Brock, can he do it in these games? And, it remains to be seen. And I love the guy. And, yes, there are still things he has to answer. But for what he's already done and people saying stuff, it just doesn't make sense, man. It's like, I mean, give me give me a break. You know, that, that one caller we called before, like, people are just saying stuff to say stuff, I feel like. And, like, I'm, I'm excited for the game. 
What if there is one concern, I would say, and I'll take your guys' thoughts on this further because I think it's already come up, is what's up with the D-line? Because I am concerned about the effort there. So please, guys, give me some either reassurance or confirm my concerns about the D-line, and I'll, I'll, I'll take it from there. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Appreciate you. Um, I think that's question of the week, man, Larry. I am really yeah, – I'm going to say it. I'm disappointed. I'm envious of the Niners, their front office, what they've put together. But I, I, I'm, I'm almost despondent on that collection of talent – just that was a no show, and I know you mentioned the pressures, and you're right. But Larry, that's lowering the standard or moving the goalposts when we talk about Bosa and company putting some pressure. What happened to you know what? These are the damn offs. We're gonna show out and re- wreak havoc. That didn't happen. And then Larry, I keep thinking about the Cardinal game in the regular season where they gave up 232 yards to Connor and company, and I was like, you know what? Just that didn't mean anything. But maybe that was something that we were blinded by and didn't hone in on. But, I mean, Aaron Jones and company ran, and that 50-yard run, when you're down four to a good team, that could have been night-night had they got that ball in the end zone and you're down 11. Should have been. That's how I watch sports like, yeah, you got away with it. Kudos, but you can't give up that run. And how did you give up the outside and the edge when it was, you know, win or go home and you give up a 50-yard pop? I, I I look at it as the Niners had a really great run D a few years ago, and since that point, you took away Tart, you took away Ward, you wow, took away Mosley, you took here. away Aziz, and you replaced them with guys who are more coverage players than run players. I mean Logan Ryan that that miss where he shot the gap on the on the stretch run by um, by Jones to the left, he 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 basically got a hand on. On Jones, I mean, you gotta you gotta go stripe on a stripe and blow him up there. I mean, if you're playing safety in the NFL, he's a corner. He's a corner playing safety. He's not a striker in the run game. So that's why they need Jair Brown. I mean, Jair Brown will will detonate on you. Um, right now, they're asking Greenlaw and Warner to do the whole damn thing. Yeah, it's wild, and, and it's just it's. You know, they need I, help. It I, starts I mean, up front. I mean, to me, it would be. I'd I'd like to see one more glass cutter. On that D-line. One more guy who's just, you know... You're you're not going to get it before Sunday. No, I know. I know. So, I mean, um, you got to rally to the ball. You gotta you gotta make sure that you know uh, that you that you're getting a bunch of guys around the football. I mean, there were guys around Jones. He was just cutting left and right and making plays. But Greenlaw is the only guy who acts like. He's out for blood. That that's a great call. Everybody man. else is just kind of. I mean, Warner too. Yeah. Warner and Greenlaw are out for blood. They're out to de- seek and destroy. But I mean, Jimmy Ward used to be that guy. Tart used to be that he guy. Was a thumper. Jimmy Ward did an interview. I did an interview with him last year at his locker, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, Krug, if you hit this guy, if you hit a guy in his ribs or his patella, oh damn." He's like. He's like, he'll wince, and then he'll give you that look. And then he's kind of smiling at me, and I'm like, dude, Jimmy Ward's just a He's savage. what he did to Pollard in the playoff yeah, games last year. Not like, that that's what he was aiming Jimmy for, but Ward, he hurt him. Jimmy Ward's savage. Yeah, exactly. He took out Pollard. He did. He took Pollard out that day. That was why the Niners won that game. I, I really believe that I mean, has that something was, to do with it. That was it. a huge, huge play in that game. So um, we're not advocating injury, but um, they just have... 
they could have one more nasty guy on their line. That's for sure. And they missed DJ Jones. I mean, letting DJ Jones walk out the door was, I know he wanted a grip of cash, but I mean, that guy was a dominant run defender. I really believe that if they had had DJ Jones, they would have beaten Kansas City in that Super Bowl instead of, instead Williams, I think ran, ran wild in that game. So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is because I'll say this, um, the back for, for, uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery for the Lions. Is the, is a low? They got two. No he's doubt. Five ten, two twenty five, and he's just a. And they run to the outside ball. like Green Bay tries to do, so they run that same action, man. Yeah. And Jameer Gibbs is a home run hitter, and he's a mismatch, quick feet slasher. So time you know, of possession is going to be key. Oh, duh, in yeah, a football I mean, game, but you know what? You know that's the other thing. You know uh, that I'd like, to, and I'm going to ask Shanahan about it tomorrow. It's like, can you can you play some? You know, McCaffrey got 17 runs, and Mitchell got none. And Mason got none. And you threw the ball 39 times. Damn, Larry. How about you run the ball 39 times? How about a 65-35 run-pass split instead of a 65-35 pass-run split? And mm-hmm. make Brock, take the ball out of Brock Purdy's hands a little bit and play you know complimentary football, run the ball, and keep Detroit's explosive offense on the sideline and protect your defense a little bit. You know what? Just... Had that played out and they did that this past Saturday night, Larry, I think the score would have been 34 to 21. It wouldn't have been that close had they ran the ball more than they passed it. I agree. I, I, agree. I just really believe that. Uh, JT's in the city in uh, San Jose. He's with us on 95.7 The Game. Hey, JT. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call. I mean, Wilkes should be on the hot plate because my thing is as a coach, wow. what do you do? You prepare your team to do what they need to be, right? They got to be in position. I see a lot of guys that were out of position. It seems like we're, all we're doing is bull rushing, where we should be stunning. Obviously, we're not getting that interior pressure. And you, you can definitely see that our boy's still hurt. Yesterday, I seen him. He was getting double teamed. He just stopped pushing up the middle. You know, that, that's, that's pretty detrimental to the team, but there's no pass rush. There's going to be no, no time for the coverage. But we had linebackers that were out of play. I mean, I get the turf was the same way. The team was in the same Um it, it's tough. I'm a defensive guy. I like defense. And when I see play calling, bull rush, bull rush, no penetration, it's like, okay, when are we going to make adjustments? It seems he makes better adjustments in the second half than he does initiating, trying to, to figure out what the game plan is in the first half. And to go, to go back, actually, to when Debo got hurt, we came up passing. I have no idea in the world why we're throwing a football. Once Debo got hurt, why are you not putting Mitchell back there and then – Go ahead and, and spreading out CMC because now you're forcing that linebacker to cover him, and if he does, that opens up the middle where you can yeah. gut him with with, with Mitchell. No, I you know, totally agree. I mean, Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell could not cover anything, and they didn't really have to in this game. I mean, when wow. where did Shanahan get you know McCaffrey or anybody isolated on Quay Walker, who's kind of a defensive end, and Devondre Campbell, who doesn't have a lot of pass uh, pass coverage ability? I didn't see that, so I don't know. It, it, I'm with that's I'm with his initial like, and I'm not saying you're not Larry. I don't, didn't mean to step on you. No, no, go ahead. But th- this is on Wilkes. Like you better, you better, you got to be in the lab. And I saw, you saw, we, like, this is on him. I don't think anybody was like, oh, they let DJ Jones go and yada, and they lost some pieces. But, Larry, this is all of a sudden, this is not eroding, but the Niners, I never envisioned 
okay, the offense has to save the defense with Greenlaw and Warner, but outside of that, they can be had. And they were, I don't want to say dominated, but they were pushed around. So I'm just saying this is when the coordinator needs to step up and say, okay, I know Larry's, you know, he's hampered or this is that. I mean, give us something, change something up. And you mentioned the stunts. They kind of just have been going like, it's kind of maddening, and that's why I am not there. I'm done with predictions because I was like, oh, 38-10, I'll, I'll bet my car and my kids. But, boy, I'm not doing that this week because I don't know what defense we're going to get from the 49ers. And, Larry, file that under scary. Yeah. No, I mean, and this Lions group offensively is legit. I mean, they're, every single one of their weapons is legit. And golf's hot. A couple things have to happen in the game. you got to hit golf somehow, some way. You're going to have to hit golf. You're going to have to get pressure inside, and you're going to have to hit golf. That's one. Um, and then you're going to have to – they can't miss nine tackles. They missed nine tackles. That, they, uh, against, that, that last – what Green about Bay. the – I got some breaking news, NBA, you want to hear? Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks have fired their coach, Adrian Griffin. Really? They are 30-13, and 13 and they fired him. But if you watch them at all, Larry, he wasn't a guy. They're the two seed. They, but but if you watched him, they, it, it, they didn't get along. And Giannis was saying some cryptic stuff, but they fired him. They're not 13-30. and 30, They're 30-13. and 13. But, Larry, it's about you got to coexist with these players, man. And I don't think Giannis and Dame and the rest of the game were feeling him. They played no defense. Well, how are they 30-13? and 13? But, yeah, they fired. Imagine that, honey. I'm home. They fired me. <laughs> what was your record? 30-13. and 13. They're giving up 120 points and, a game. And maybe. You think some of that is they didn't like him and maybe they just weren't playing for him. To, you know, they didn't quit, obviously, but you know what I mean, 19-4 at home. They're basically a 500 team on the road. They're 11-9 and nine on the road. How many points um, were they giving up? That's 120. A, that's too many. 120. Yeah. I mean, um, the only team in the – there's no team in the East that's going to the playoffs uh, right now. I guess the the Pacers, they give up 120. Um, you know, yeah. Boston gives up 110. Philly gives up 111. Right, Cleveland yeah, gives up 109. you got to go through. You're giving up 120.5 a game. I think that's what got them fired. Her, you, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, the Bucks are expected to make assistant Joe Prunty the interim coach. Joe Prunty, can't tell I you. I wonder if, that's if a that'll good, last the whole year. I can't tell you if that's a good move or not. I don't have my Joe Prunty file yeah. needs to be updated. Spadona, you guys know any, Evan? You know anything about him? I don't. No, but I know he's, he's taking over for a first-year head coach who right. only made it thirty-three Dude, games. Dude, I can I can pull my seventeen I, over I, five. I can pull my spring training analysis. I think that's old man Prunty's kid, right? Uh he. What? Let's see. Went to high school in Sunnyvale from Sunnyvale. No way. Cal Poly grad. Cal Poly grad? Yeah, has been an assistant coach since 96. Uh, Spurs, Mavericks, Blazers, all over the place. So. Got so you knew he was from the area. I, no. Oh, I, I thought know. that was material no. you were running. <laughs> yeah, no. Sunnyvale. Yeah. yeah. Bay Area, Bay Area, born and bra- born yeah. and raised. But the last thing, and we'll get back to Niners. If you saw the Warrior game when they didn't even have Curry, they took that. They could have won that game against Milwaukee. Uh, Griffin called a timeout and exploded. And I was like, I was in North Carolina. I was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, you 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 went single Terry, but that let me know 
these dudes might you might be in trouble and he he lost his job. Well, that's interesting yeah. though. I mean, that shows you what their standards are. Mark Jackson. They're the two yeah. seed. They're the two seed, and they're saying goodbye to the coach. No so doubt. obviously, they yeah. the, there's some bad vibes there. Um, I, I you know, and on the Warrior front, I know we've talked a lot of Niners, but you know, Warriors are sitting there at eighteen and twenty two. A lot of people are saying, well, it's all about next year, and it's not about this year, and they're the twelve seed in the West, and I don't know, Goo. It's like. There's just so there's too much basketball left for me to sit there and be like next year, next year, I, I, next and year. when you got Steph Curry, I don't think that's that that's what they're trying to do. I gave Goo a list of like twelve or fifteen trades oh, that I, I love them. that I uh, I saw worked on the trade machine. Um, the Warriors got to do something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they you know Dunleavy's gonna you know and, and Lakeup's kid have to cook up some deal, right? I mean, you got to shake it up. Either move Clay, move C- move Wiggins, move Paul's contract. You got some expiring deals, you got some, you know, you got some assets that maybe you should be able to move around. Do you move Draymond? Um, there's just they got a bunch of options out there, and I just I refuse to sit here on January the 23rd and just February say, 8th is on its way, Larry. Say it's done. Yeah. You know, it's like they get up off the canvas, make a deal. I know they've had some tragedy in their house in the last 10 days, and I know obviously we're all sensitive to that. Yeah. Kerr's going to be players. on today with Willard and Dibbs, and I will not be missing that conversation because I have a feeling that's going to be emotional. Emotional, powerful. The one thing about Steve, he's just real, and the yep. boys treat him. You know, they really do a nice job at kind of pulling things out of they him. They do. I um, mean, they're they they're dog on a bone. Yeah. And to Kerr's credit, he answers it. Yeah. Danny and uh, and Mark do a nice job, and I'm looking forward to that conversation. And Steve pulls no punches, and oftentimes gives you insights that you don't necessarily. Uh, think that you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? But they're at a crossroads personnel-wise beyond this tragedy. And what do they do? I mean, you, what do they do? I mean, one of these trades, Larry, was Colin Sexton, who I love, point guard for the Jazz, and Lori Marketing would come to Golden State for Chris Paul and Jonathan Kaminga. And you'd I, have to throw picks. Oh, and throw however many you wanted. I would do that if I were the Golden State Warriors. I don't Utah. I is, love both those guys. Utah's the tenth seed. They're one of the hottest teams in the league. Got off to a slow start, Larry. I don't think they would part ways with either one of those guys. Oh, I think they'll move Sexton. He makes a grip of cash. Mostly the Lakers want Sexton, but. Markinen, hard to, hard to picture. I mean, he's Steve, a, he's Steve a would baller. love it though, man. Arizona oh my guy, gosh. big man. Warrior fans would love it. I mean, that's that would be almost kind of like the Kings. But getting you would part Sabonis. ways with J.K. Kaminga. I don't. I love J.K. But if I'm getting Markinen, I'm doing it. All right. Uh, you, oh, real quick, ahead. boys, to put yeah. a bow on this. So Adrian Griffin, uh, who was the head coach, now just fired the uh, third shortest tenure ever for a head coach in the NBA. By the way, the Milwaukee Bucks letting him go. Um, Joe Prunty, the assistant, going to be. Coaching that team now in interim capacity, but Doc Rivers has now emerged as a serious candidate Doc. to become the Milwaukee's Bucks' new head coach. That's per Sean Shirani. Wow! And you inherit Giannis in a team that's seventeen over Lillard. That oh, and Lillard, how dare me? Oh my goodness! Wow, Doc back and Spadoni. I hate to do this to you and Evan. I should know this. I want to say Magic Johnson. Who are the who had have the shortest tenure? Yeah, I was going to say NBA who? is Magic on that list. Do we know what the I'll shortest? Find, okay, yeah, I, you bad. know it's it's probably like forty eight hours or something. <laughs> I, I bet you it's, it's a super short amount of time. <laughs> I think I bet you the shortest tenure is like eight games. I want to say Magic. 
But <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm yeah. thinking like Dick Mata or somebody, okay, some old school name. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the Lions. Yeah. People want to talk Niners. Jerry Tarkanian with the San Antonio Spurs lasted 20 games. 20 Bob, games. Bob Weiss for the Seattle SuperSonics, wow. 30. Rudy Tomjanovich, that's right, with the Lakers, 43 games. Gar Hurd, yeah, you heard that one, with the Washington Wizards, 44 games. And Maurice Cheeks with the Detroit Pistons, 50. Man. Mo Cheeks. Yeah. Love Mo, Mo. Cheeks. Second yeah. round pick. Um, who's been waiting a long time here? Let's go to Jordan and Hayward. Jordan, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, hey. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, I'm going to run through a bullet of points. I've been listening for a little while. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about Draymond. Draymond's our Dennis Rodman. You know, we're we going to take the good. We're going to ride with our guy. But sometimes he crosses the line. So the criticism is fair. So I thought the earlier caller's comparison with Brock Purdy and you guys' criticism of Draymond versus not criticizing Brock Purdy, I think that was all. This, this is apples to oranges. Um, yeah. As far as Brock Purdy, we got to put this situation in perspective. You go back some years, you have Alex Smith, high draft pick, doesn't work out. You get Kaepernick later in the draft, he kind of works out, not really a great passer, doesn't work out in the long run. You get to Jimmy G, Jimmy G's a game manager. They win some games, but okay. The criticism is, you know what, let's go for a guy that can really take us over the top, right? So they, they get they get uh, Trey Lance at the third pick. It doesn't work out. The 49ers can't really afford to go after another guy, waste uh, draft picks and all this type of stuff. You know what I mean? So you get Brock Purdy, he's balling. You should count your blessings. Let's just be honest here. He's not. He's been good. He's been really good. I don't care if he's Lamar Jackson or not. Let's put it in perspective. He's been balling. Last point. Last point. Yep. Um, the Green Bay game plan, right? Obviously, it's a run script. It's raining outside. It's a run script. Both teams know they're going to run. The 49ers got Christian McCaffrey, and Green Bay has Aaron Jones. He's fast. Green Bay just played better. The offensive line just played better in the first half. That's just all that was. I'm not worried about the defense. They they, they were third in the league against the rush uh, as far as rushing yards this season. They're going to be fine. But the same game plan for them, which is to go after the quarterback and put pressure on in the Green Bay game, which ended up, I feel like winning the game in the end because you put pressure on Jordan Love, he makes a mistake to end the game, mm. is the same thing that you do against Detroit in a homecoming game for Jared Goff. So uh, I think the 49ers are good to go. But, um, you know, they're going to have to do some probably some, some nickels, some cover one. They're going to have to mix it up a little bit to kind of keep the passing game in check. But they're going to have to get to the quarterback. Jordan, amen. Amen. I, I agree with everything you said. And I totally agree with your assessment of uh, how to win Sunday. Goff has to feel the pressure. You got to hit that guy. You hit him. He's, Im- he's totally immobile. Totally immobile statue of a player. Jordan Love had a movement ability and his younger, thicker, better athlete. He could take more punishment. As far as Purdy, just remember this. Garoppolo, six playoff games, four touchdowns, six picks, 71.4. One of rating. those was a Super Bowl. Right. Right, but uh, he played bad in that game. And then Purdy, um, four touchdowns, no picks, a 102, 101.2 rating. He's been quite a bit better. He's not Lamar. He's not He's not uh, Allen. He's not Mahomes. And and there ain't no uh, shame in not being those guys. Well, we're going to ask he's, Herman Moore. We got him up coming up at 12. We'll ask him about all this stuff, yeah, man. absolutely. Let's take one more before the break. Dave's and Hayward on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Dave. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.